Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Recorded live. Okay, for those of you that just do not know me, my name is Ed George. I'm up here in upstate New York. I've been on this movement for over 30 years. I've tried many processes. Some worked, some did not. Some worked for a while and quit working. What I found is over the last 30 years of doing research, I've connected with some very great people that have uh, worked together with groups and we put very good information together. My first question is going to be, what are your thoughts about the system? When I refer to system, I mean the United States Corporation and what they call government. Your thoughts have a lot to do with what your results are going to be. I'm going to make a statement by a very, very old philosopher. Name is Anthony Robbins. It also goes back to uh, Wayne DeWire. He states, your thoughts become your beliefs. Your beliefs become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. I think that's a very powerful statement. based on whatever results you've been getting and whatever processes you've been doing have a lot to do with your thoughts and your beliefs. What is a belief? A belief is a feeling of certainty. Another way of putting that, your thought, a belief is a thought continue to be thought continuously. And it becomes your belief. I have a thought. Hey, what I'm going to be discussing today, and I've done extensive research to this. I'm not totally completed with this, but I think we're very close to completing this process. Many, many people over the years have been trying to find out how to get into that trust account associated with that birth certificate. Well, I think I have finally found the solution. I'm just going to read off a little bit of information and a letter that I formed here that I'm getting ready to uh, process. And it's being sent to the Office of the Controller of the Currency and the Secretary of State of Treasury, U.S. Secretary of State of Treasury. Based on the information I found and the research I found through other resources and other people, uh, I believe that that is the proper parties to notify. All right. It's a brief letter I put together. I'm going to read it. It says, I believe and comprehend the attacks, verified facts, and information within the law are being correctly applied and are factually correct. And 
If the attached verified facts and information within the law are contrary to my belief and comprehension, it is my intent and my will that I will immediately correct by providing the correct factual within the law application of said verified facts and information. And if I am mistaken in any way, shape, or form regarding the verified facts and information within the law, I am truly sorry. The reason I'm putting that statement up there in front is I don't want to come across to the people I'm communicating with as a belligerent party. I want to come across as I know what the law says, I know how the law is applied, and I intend to take it within lawful means to access that trust account. So I go on to say, it is my intent to lawfully and peacefully require access to the open credit line of the two side one trust account. The individual who is the beneficiary of the trust connected with the birth certificate in the name of, we'll use in this case, John Adam Smith, all capital letters, and it has a file number that comes off the birth certificate, be given to the legal business entity. Now, this is where the Minnesota Secretary of State registration comes in and the recording of it once you complete the registration with the Secretary of State, recording of it in your local county. I have done that process. I have not been bothered in any way, shape, or form since I've done this process. I have been communicating with a man named Douglas Joseph out of California. He's been doing this process for approximately seven years now. If he ever gets pulled over, and he stated to me that he's been pulled over two or three times in the last seven years. He has a private sign on his conveyance, meaning truck, and then he simply shows them a copy of his Minnesota recording and his local county recording of his business entity. Cop pulls you over, the first thing you're always going to ask you for is license, registration, and insurance. He simply gives them those documents. They go back to their car, whatever's communicated in their car we're not aware of. But anyhow, every time they come back within five minutes, handed in paperwork, his paperwork back and said, have a nice day. Hey, I'm going to continue on here. It has the uh, file number. It has the legal business entity file number from the Secretary of State on here. And... It says, control be given to the chief executive officer, authorized administrator and executor of my given name, on behalf of the doing business as, all capital name, legal business entity ID number, as outlined in the attached, verified facts and information within the law, and notice be given to the trustee and all state agencies, along with lawful documentation, that chief executive officer, authorized administrator, and executor of my given name, doing business as the all-capital name, is one of the sovereign people, we the people of the United States. Then it quotes law from here on in, after I sign it. 
So we're going to read a little bit of the law. It says, I am the authorized administrator and executor of the Questi Q Trust, created under the name of the all-capital name. You are the trustee and state, and I do not consent to being surety for any of these accounts. In addition, I demand the bond be immediately brought forward so I can see who will be identified me if I am damaged. So, as my trustee, I authorize, or no, I'm sorry, as my trustee, the authorized administrator and executor of the site trust, instruct you to discharge all public and private debts pertaining to all commercial transactions and activities and award the penalties for those unlawful acts against me to be paid to me in compensation for damages for any unlawful act and or any act of false arrest. Note, law of trust dictates that an administrator trustee and beneficiary cannot serve two positions in a trust. Therefore, the trustee cannot be the beneficiary. We go into Title 31. Title 31, Section 1322 talks about payments of unclaimed trust fund accounts and refunds of amounts on September 30th of each year, the Secretary of Treasury shall transfer to the Treasury Trust Fund receipt and account unclaimed monies of individuals whose whereabouts are unknown. That part of the balance of the trust fund account named in Section 1321A182 of this title or ambiguous trust funds established under Section 1321B of this title that has been in the, the fund for more than one year and represents money belonging to the individual whose whereabouts are unknown. Subsequent claims to the trust fund shall be paid from the account to the unclaimed individual whose whereabouts is unknown. Title 31, Section 1321. It defines what trust specifically they're talking about. There's over 100 of them in total. The ones that pertain to the birth certificate, to the best of my knowledge, are Section 1321, Section A. The following are classified as trust funds. Number 42 is salvage proceeds, American vessels. And number 63 is Miscellaneous Trust Fund, Department of State. And number 73 is the State of Deceit, Department of State Trust Fund, Annotated. Goes on to say, Public Law Number 10, Chapter 48, 48 Stat 
12 refers to HJR 192, which removed all the lawful gold and silver from the state to pay its workers. And for the people, the means to receive pay, excuse me, for sweat equity and pay debt. In 1933, President Roosevelt passed HJR 192, June 5th, 1933, and said the government had taken the gold, the people had no money, the government would pay the debt for the people, thereby giving them unlimited credit lines. H.R. 1491, Public Law, 1-73, Section 4, United States Code, Title 12, Section 95A. In order to provide for a more safe and more effective operation of national banking system and the Federal Reserve System, to preserve for the people the full benefit of currency provided for by the Congress, through the national banking system and the Federal Reserve, and to relieve interstate commerce of the burden and obstacles resulting from the receipt of unsound and unsafe bases of deposit subject to withdrawal by bank checks during such emergency periods as the President of the United States by confirmation may prescribe no member bank of the Federal Reserve System shall start my screen popped here. System shall the United States be oh I'm sorry. Uh, shall transact any banking business except to such extent and subject to such regulations, limitations, and restrictions as may be prescribed by the Secretary of Treasury with the approval of the President. Now, let's take a look at that. It says, note the word in H.R. 1491, Public Law 173, Section 4, the United States Code, Title 12, Section 95A, in order to provide for a for the safe and more effective operation of national banking system and the Federal Reserve System to preserve for the people the full benefit of currency provided for by Congress through the national banking system and the Federal Reserve System. Well, let's look up the word benefit. Benefit is a gift by an employee, an insurance company, or a public agency, and a good deed. Benefit, interest, the whole benefit, and the entire beneficiary interest, this comes from a court case, Bird versus Newcomb, 170 VA, 208, 196 SE, 605, page 608, and Black Law Dictionary, 5th edition, page 200. I've done extensive research on this, and I expose all the sources of information. Let's look at uh, Title 18, Part 1, Chapter 1, Section 1. Section 8, Obligations or Other Securities of the United States defined the term obligation. Or other securities of the United States include all bonds, certificates, hmm, certificates, interest, 
Could they mean certificates of birth? Uh, certificates of indentures, they go on to say. National bank currency, Federal Reserve notes, Federal Reserve bank notes, coupons, United States notes, treasury notes, gold certificates, silver certificates, fictional notes, even said fictional notes, certificates of deposits, bills, checks, or drafts, for money drawn or upon authorized officer of the United States, stamps, and other representatives of value of whatever denomination issued under any act of Congress. And concealed United States, or canceled United States stamps. This comes from a court case called Big Fund Case, 99 U.S. 700, 718. Okay, there's some of this that I'm not going to actually read because it's a little redundant. It basically covers what we just discussed here. But we're going to read this part here. Maybe we can open up for questions. I don't have a whole long call here tonight. This morning. All right. Under the law of suicide trust of 1666, says, I give notice that as one of the sovereign people, note I don't say sovereign citizens, that's all fictional stuff. Sovereign people, we the people of the United States, and the reason I put we the people of the United States, when you do this process of claiming that all capital name as a business entity, and separate you from that, proving you're an alive man or woman, you are now one of we the people, as they state in the preamble of the Constitution, the United States Constitution. So I go on to say, not dead, nor intended to leave such valuable industrial property behind to become derelict, transcribed, or re Know it. And as one holding the position of beneficiary on the document filed in the Department of Commerce in Washington, D.C., on my life birth certificate, in the name of the all capital me, John Adam Smith in this example, file number. File number is actually the file number that's on the birth certificate. For the use of this credit under public law 1. 48 stat 1, in reference to H.R. 1491. We state on, verify fact within the law. In the preceding paragraphs, United States Code, Title 12, United States Code, 95, United States Code, Title 18, 9, Section 914, United States Code, Title 22, Section 286, Public Law 89-719, House Report 103-826, Treasury Department Order 150-10, Treasury Department Order 150-92, Part 41. Chapter 214, page 654, Emergency Banking Act 48 Stat 1, Articles of Agreement 
60 stat, 1440, 20 CFR, Code of Federal that stands for. Chapter 111, subpart B, 422-103B2-2. United Nations Secret Revised System of National Accounting. Diversity of Material Products versus IRS. CV 93-405-E-EJE USDCID. Colony versus United States 177 Federal District 2. 275-277. Treadwell versus United States, 93F, Supplement Reporter, 673-675. Foster versus Broke, 425F, Barrier, 318-319. 20FRC versus GE, 281-US-461. Keller versus PE, 261-US-428. And the list goes on and on and on. There's a bunch of court cases in here that's backing this all up, all these statements. I'm not going to read them all because I've been here all day. And it talks about the quasi-trust account. Me, he who has the right to a beneficial interest in and out of an estate, the legal title to what is vested in another. Let me expand on that a little bit. The legal title, which is invested in another. The legal title they're referring to is that birth certificate. That birth certificate represents a title in name only. And through all these years, I haven't claimed it until this recently. I don't know how many other people have besides Ronnie and uh my good brother down here, William, he's done this process and a few others up here in New York. But once you claim that title as the business owner of that and record it in your local county and give public notice of that in your local newspaper, once that process is completed, now you have, you are invested a legal title right in that birth certificate trust account. The person who possesses the equitable right to property and receives the rent, benefits, issues, and profits thereof, the legal estate of what is vested in the trustee. Everybody, all this is done by a trustee in the corporate state. They're using those trust accounts right now without our consent or knowledge. We go on to say, what do the sovereign people mean? And I'm not making this up. This is actually quoted in Supreme Court case. This one is Kism versus Georgia, 2 U.S., 2 Dell, 419-1793. This is what the court stated. The sovereignty dissolved on the people, and they are truly the sovereigns of the country. But they are sovereigns without subject. Among us may be so called. Page 2, U.S. 471-472. 
Anybody wants to look that up, that's where you can find it. And have none to govern but themselves. Very interesting. The court has said they have none to govern but themselves. That's a clear statement to me. The government doesn't have any authority to govern me in any way, shape, or form. Goes on to say, the citizens of America are equal as fellow citizens and as joint tenancy in the sovereignty. From the differences existing between federal sovereignties and governments founded on compact, it is necessary or necessarily follows that their respective prerogatives must differ. Goes on to say, sovereignty is the right to govern a nation or a state. It also goes on to say, sovereignty is the right to govern, comma, semi-comma, a nation or a state sovereignty is the person, single, or person, being plural, more than one, in whom that resides. Very interesting. They defined it very clear. There's note the above said sovereignty is the right to govern. Semi-colon, a nation or a state sovereignty is the person, meaning singly, or persons, meaning more than one, in whom that resides. What does it mean when the sentence like sovereignty is the right to govern, semi-colon, a nation, has a semicolon after the word govern. Well, I've done some extensive research on that also. The semicolon or semicolon is a punctuation mark that separates two major sentence elements. A semicolon is used between two closely related independent clauses. That comes right out of Black Law Dictionary. Semicolon independent clauses linked by a traditional expression. The semicolon is also used between two independent clauses linked by a transitional expression. A right or privilege exclusive to a particular individual or class of individuals. Therefore, the sentence sovereignty is the right to govern. A nation or a state sovereignty is the person or persons in whom that resides. Has two closely related independent clauses, such as one of two main parts of the sentence. We go in to find independent. Independent, a independent force, a person. Therefore, the sentence sovereignty is the right to govern, semicolon, a nation or a state is the person or persons in whom it resides, has two closely related independent clauses. One is sovereignty is the right to govern oneself, and the other is the sovereignty is the right to govern a nation. Okay, let's go into the discussion a little bit 
how this ties into the birth certificate. Some of you may have already heard this. Curtis Kallenbach has put a lot of this information out. And the source of this information, where he learned it from, was Douglas Joseph out in California. Now, I don't agree with everything that Curtis is doing. To my knowledge right now, he's trying to form classes and charge a, a not astronomical fee to teach this. He's also issued tags to many people. Okay? I have talked to Douglas Joseph at length regarding this. He claims they're copyrighted through federal law. And the FBI will enforce the copyright. That is not the case. So if there's anybody out there using his tag, you may have been stop free up to this point, but at some point, you're going to run into the same problems that Ronnie is in Maryland. Those tags are worthless. And he's selling them for, I believe, $125. The right to use them. Well, copyright does have protection, but it's not for those tags. Anyhow, this ties into the birth certificate because everything is in commercial commerce on the high seas. You want proof of that? Go into any courtroom. You will see an Admiralty Maritime jurisdiction flag with the gold fringe around it. You will also see that the person that calls himself a judge is sitting up on a platform. Why do they need to do that? because they're trying to imitate they're on the high seas. All of this stuff is fictional. It's designed to confuse people, designed to take people's rights away, and it's very deceptive, the process that they're doing. Is it right? No. When you try to take someone else's rights away, or interfere with the way they choose to live, then you're overstepping your boundaries. Everybody is a free thinker in this world. Everybody can choose whatever lifestyle they want, so long as they don't injure another party physically, mentally, or damage their personal property. And, you know, it ties into the birth certificate because it's all admiralty jurisdiction. It goes all the way back to the Roman days in the Catholic Church. When you claim this all-capital name listed on your birth certificate and register as a business entity with the Minnesota Secretary of State and get a file number and take that file number and record it in your local county along with the birth certificate, and write that file number right on the front of the birth certificate and record it, not file it, record it in your local county. Once that's done, you will get a recording number from your local county. You get public notice of that in the newspaper. You have now taken that birth certificate out of Admiralty jurisdiction and put it back on the land. You are now in the republic of whatever your home state is. A lot of people are asking where the common law is. It still exists. I'm not going to get into that on today's call. That's for a future call. There's some very extensive information on that, and I will discuss that in a future call. The common law still exists today. 
We just didn't have access to it because we didn't know we had to do this process. Now, once you do all that process, you are now a man or woman on the land in your de jure republic, meaning your home state, whether that would be New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Nevada, whatever whatever one it is. This process works. I've discussed it at length with Douglas Joseph. He's been free for over seven years now. I've just started this process myself. I've completed it. I've had no problems up to this point. We are trying to rectify Ronnie's issue he's having down there with those arrogant uh, individuals. And we will prevail. Anyhow, uh, I pretty much said what I have to say on tonight's call here. Uh, Let me open up the call here and we'll do some uh, questions and answers. Hey, does anybody have any questions? Sorry about that. Sorry, PDF. Just Chris stuff. has a question. Right, sorry about that. I, I had you muted there. Go ahead. Okay. Where can where can we get this information in writing or you know our PDF? The, the uh, talk or the about the vessel. I'm sorry. Uh, you want the transcript that I put together? That explains everything. Yeah, that would be nice if somebody's able to do that versus trying to. Uh, Listen to this yeah. recording because it was kind of a, uh, broken up in places. Indeed. I'll give you my email address. You send me an email request and I will send it to you. All right. What's that? It's leading. L E A D I N G. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Can okay. start again? All right. The word leading. L E A D I N G. E D G E. I mean, I, mean, I lost you. I lost you after leading. All right, leading, leading, E D G E. Like L E A D I N G. E D G E. Edward David George George D. Number eight at gmail dot com. Okay. You broke up on that last part. Yeah, somebody's already posted it on the board here. Hmm, you'd have to know where the board is. Well, I don't know how many are on the computer. Well, I'm on the computer right now. Me too, but I don't I'm know on, where I'm the board is. Yeah, that, that was me that put it on the board. Uh, what it is is leadingedge8 at gmail.com. Correct. Dean, you got this? Yep. Can you just email that to me, Dean, or text it to me? I might observe there was a tremendous and extensive amount of law citations, public laws, treasury deposit letters, notices, and and so that would be very, very helpful 
Also, your initial script that you read talking about belief systems, which I would also point out that the word term believe has a lie in the middle of it, so it's based upon what others tell us as opposed to what we do our own due diligence and acquire knowledge of to know ourselves, which I appreciate. And I found great relevance in everything you presented. I didn't find any problems or issues with anything. I admire your research and your due diligence, and you did a marvelous job of presenting it, although the phone systems were not the very best at all times. And so that would be a great reason for us all to be able to access the script and the citations that you supplied so effectively. So thank you for your presentment. Uh, you're welcome. This has been recorded. It's actually still recording right now. And it will be up on talk show. Yeah, if, I want to thank you, too, for putting this together. And if uh, Dean, this is Gary Nevada, if, if Dean can get me that uh, email, then I can forward it to my uh, common law group out here, and they'll just pass it around, too. And then we can uh, have a conference about it. Okay. And, and uh, very specific. Um, and it, I don't mind sharing some of this information with others, but I want people to be on the same page as me. I want this information to be used in a fashion where it not only benefits them themselves, as it, but I also want it to benefit society in general. Right, right. No, it'll be kept within a certain group. Right. I'm very specific on that because this information can be taken by somebody who is just a common thief, criminal, or whatever, and they can use <laughs> it to keep themselves from going into jail. Yeah, I, I understand. Don't think yeah. This is in that type of person's hand. Yeah. Did you guys get that five-page report from that judge who spilled the beans? Judge Anna. No. No, we're no, not Judge Anna. Uh, hey, Gary, I'll throw that in there, too. All right, thank you. Yeah, that recording is going to be, um, the, the transcript is going to be so important because it seems that everybody speaking is clear except the presenter. So I, I'm really glad that that will be available to us. Thank you so much. It's not without reasonable, plausible expectation that the powers that be might be interfering with the transmission to obliterate and to confuse the knowledge to deprive the people listening from being able to get it with criticality. Right, uh, we're, used to, right. we're used to that already. Yep. <laughs> you can't stop the people, people, and you will end up in jail. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, and if y'all want to go out to the talk shoe, just sign on to your computer and go out to talk shoe, and you just put in the last uh, numbers that you put in there, the call ID, um, it will um, bring you up to this chat board, which is the call ID, of course, is 138443, and then you can do, uh, it'll ask you to sign on. You can... Uh, there's a thing you can click click on down there and sign on as guest, and then you can see the board. Now, this is what YouTube? No, this is oh, on uh, this this is on TalkShoe. You just bring up a regular your browser, put in TalkShoe.com, it comes up, and then you put in the uh, number, and it'll bring it up so you oh, can okay. get into it. All right.
Yeah, it doesn't work on my iPhone. I'm fixing to send this thing to you now. All right, thank you. I'm going to be replying to your, uh, the one where you put on here, uh, let's see, Important Educational Conference. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. As soon as it'll let me pop it up here. Since the presenter was referring to, I think, a Mr. Joseph in California, uh, do I do not know of, but there is an individual in California I do know a bit about, and that is Rich Iverson at section520.org. And Rich Iverson has been traveling for quite a long time. He's not involved in the Treasury Depository accounts or other things of that nature that I'm aware of, but he does have a pretty good presentment on a lot of the... Uh, how to deal with the officios in the California state. And one of his cases he cites with particularity is People versus Sava, Sam Adam, Victor Adam, uh, which is a California case on right to travel and tells you that traffic uh, tickets are infractions, not crimes. So FYI. Any other questions? Looking for, I'm looking forward to more of this in the future, your next call. Yeah, there will be. I'm just limited with time right now. I'm, it seems I'm working so much, I don't have time to do all this. But it understand, me, yeah. It took me almost two months to gather all this information and put it together. <laughs> but, Does uh, the presenter have a uh, site or a location that people can go to to observe this besides the talk shoe screen? Uh, it's not posted on the line, but all this information I discussed and more is online. Oh, of course. Um, if anybody wants, uh, well, actually, it's in the transcript that I'll send. Anybody sends me a, a request for it, it's in the transcript. This information, where it ties into the Admiralty jurisdiction, is by a Journal of Maritime Law and Commerce, volume 38, number 1, it was printed in January 2007 by a person named Justin S. DeCollis. It's called The Conceptual Wreck Salvage the Law of Fines. And what they've done in a nutshell is they've taken, and most people when they're born, they're born in a hospital. That is a foreign jurisdiction. That's on the high seat. So when mother and father go to the hospital to have the newborn baby, whether it's a male or female, it doesn't matter. There's afterbirth that comes out after the newborn baby, the firstborn. That's what they're using to create this birth certificate, the title. Oh, if my God. It's not referring to you, the live baby born. That's why you mothers should teach your daughters about when you're in the hospital not to sign no paperwork. Well, what, I'll, get, I'll get into that in a second, Ronnie. Um, so what happens is the afterbirth that's left behind is never claimed. Well, that afterbirth has two parts of DNA. One part of that DNA is 
part of your DNA, genuine baby. The other part is your mother's DNA. Well, you have two potential claimants that can claim that afterbirth and that title associated with that afterbirth. There's only one title for both parts of the DNA. That's where the challenge comes in. So once you claim that title, the birth certificate, making it a business entity, separating it from yourself, proving you're alive, recording it in your local county, you now have taken control and ownership of that title, and you've taken the part of the DNA that's been left behind and brought it back in and moved yourself whole. Now you're alive, whether you're a man or a woman. Your observations are very astute, and there is great relevancy, as I've studied and learned. The Haas Spittle, Ha being an even evil demon pagan god, his Spittle is an international port of call or a foreign free trade zone. It's kind of like the Hotel California. You can check in, but you can never check out. In fact, many people have had difficulties removing their children without agreeing to voluntarily give over their property to the corporate state that they operate in where they try to claim the name and hijack you, kidnap you, Shanghai you under the law of the sea, the UCC, the Universal Canaanite Communist Code of the Pharisees. It's a very devious scheme they operate. And there is great relevancy to doing all this before the baby's foot hits the floor, which they print it on the birth cert on the original manufacturer's certificate of origin, the hard copy of the birth cert they send to the international trade zones for registration and orientation, capitalization or headhunting, where they uh, bond and certify your name under the uh, Title IV of the Social Security Act and project your future projected income to be $1.8 million, which they securitize on your projected life production of output as a human resource or human capital. Well, this is why I went into belief systems and uh, perceptions of reality in the beginning of the call. You, in order to grasp this and comprehend it, you've got to start thinking along the lines of commercial commerce. You have to start thinking along the lines of international speed. This this is really basically, all this whole thing is wrapped in a nutshell, is a mindset of somebody. Is it true and correct? It might be in their mind, but it, it doesn't. There's no factual evidence of it in the whole world unless you want to participate in that world. If one studies the etymology or the science of the words they use, these word war terms, Commerce, if one pays attention, com means of, from, by, with, or through, and merc is mercenary activities. It's basically war prize law, the Lieber Code, uh, that's uh, Executive Order 100 of Abraham Lincoln, a.k.a. Springsteen, who was part of the Jesuit uh, warring faction of the Catholic cult, Roman Catholic Church. Um, it's, these are very, very devious individuals, and even though you may not believe it or cognize it, 
doesn't mean they don't operate under these erroneous and plain wrong presumptions and assumptions for their own predatory and avaricious interests. That's part of the picture, yes. Yes. Uh, for those of you that are online on the computer, I just posted Douglas Joseph's uh, Facebook page. Uh, once you get on his Facebook page, if you make a friend request, he will respond. He responds pretty quickly. And you can communicate to him directly through his Facebook page. The man does not have any telephone service. So the only way I was able to communicate with him was through Facebook Messenger. We have any other questions? Or comments? A comment. Okay. We need to start teaching the young women of the world that they do not need to even set foot in a hospital to deliver their babies. And I think some women are catching onto this, which is why there is such an attack currently on midwifery. That's where it starts, education. Yep. Absolutely. See, what's happening with the system overall, um, I call them road pirates. They're out there on the highways. They're out there for one thing, to make money. But with this new information, I, I can see where the where the problem is. Every time you're out there, whether you call it traveling, driving, whatever, in their eyes and in their mindset, what they're taught is you're driving, regardless of whether you're traveling or not. The fact of the matter is everybody's traveling. If you're using your car or truck or van, whatever you want to travel in, if you're using it for your own private use, you are not engaged in any commercial commerce. The problem or challenge with that is these judges and these little local courts and county courts, they don't want to acknowledge your right to travel. And the reason they don't want to acknowledge it is because you have not claimed the title to that all-capital name. That's it in a nutshell. So they're out there, in their mindset, they're rescuing a vessel that's in trouble. Whether you get pulled over for no seatbelt, no license plate light, no taillight, whatever, dirty license plate, whatever they want to call it. In their mind, they're out there to rescue the vessel. Pretty back. Oh, that's good. I have a comment. I am today. Go ahead. Hey, Ed, why don't you inform them of how the afterbirth came to be, uh, got a birth certificate for, from the Catholic Church. They used to recognize that as a twin. As an as a, as a unborn dead twin. It actually is. I spelled it out in the transcript that I've done. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because that's an important part of information of how this all came to be. Right, right. This this all goes back to the the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, They're the ones that are claiming 
They're the ones that are claiming your party with DNA that was left behind. Any more questions or comments? I could add a little bit. You were speaking about the privateers, these pirates, or land pirates, as I like to call them, who cruise in their highway cruisers and generate or progenerate or procurate or hypothecate, or the words terms they use to describe, revenue that we are told it is, but it really is revenue where they move it from your pocket to their pocket in a predatory fashion. And these private foreign corporate mercenaries imposturing, masquerading as public servants when they're really protecting the foreign corporate interest of the corporate state that you, or county or municipalities. When you think of the word system, it's a reverse word, uh, or at least it's a polar opposite word than what you think it means. We can't see a system, it's a nebulous figure, but if we look at the etymology of the word, a cyst is like a cancer or a growth, and um is move backwards, so it's a cancer of moo. Is what the system is. Mu could have been Ur also, but may have ancient Babel or Sumar or other locations around the world, maybe even Atlantis. But these are very, very old and ancient old systems. In fact, the New World Order is truly the Old World Order brought back and resurrected here on Earth to try to gain global control over the global slave plantation. In fact, we are not taught the truth, and we look at the word term citizen that we all embrace with such fondness, especially the small c, so-called federal citizen from the Red or 14th Amendment, as it's called. That citizen, that small case c citizen, is subject, serf, slave, chattel, cattle, goy, or property, human capital, where they capitalize our name and prey upon us and plunder, rob, pillage, and rape us. Uh, psychologically, or psyche rape us, as the case may be, which Edwin Bernays, the father of propaganda, said very clearly in his treatise of the same name that our consent is their victory. If they can convince us and fool us and trick us that it's for our benefit, then their victory is our consent thinking that we're getting a benefit or a privilege from them from what they do to us. So it's a very diabolical. He and a fellow by the name of, uh, oh, I should say, Robert, I can't think of his name. He was the first vice president of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank's public relations firm. And because the word firm propaganda had become so getting an awful lot of noise, wind or rushing across the microphone. Anyway, they, uh, because the word term propaganda was so hated by people around the world because they didn't like to be indoctrinated and programmed into falsehoods, they came up with a new word for it, and they called it public relations, which is really public sexual relations, where they mind fornicate everybody by putting lies in mind and telling them their truths or falsities or false falsehoods. Anyway, that's uh, a little bit for you. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? 
there's nobody else, I'm going to wrap the call up. Uh, Ronnie, I'll be calling you shortly. You called me last night. Okay. Anybody else got any comments, suggestions, or questions? Hey, Big Brother, will we be working on a document for the travel part? Yeah, let me touch on that a bit, too. I'm glad you brought that up. All right. What I've done personally up here in New York is I put a document called the right to travel and sent the state attorney general and the United States attorney general is responsible for all what they call law enforcement agencies. I've sent them a letter demanding that I be put in their computer, uh, computer system as a sovereign traveler, in a nutshell. Uh, if anybody would like a copy of that document, send me an email. I will send it out to you. I have not yet, as of yet, gotten an answer from them. I'm about to send to my state senator a copy of this letter, asking him to investigate why they have not answered yet. It's been a little over a month now since I sent it out. Did you include a did you did you include a thirty day period of rebuttal? Oh yes. Well then you've got acquiescence. You do? Well I'm gonna I'm gonna get an answer from them one way or the other. I would just record it. You can record it. But my goal is to get an answer from them. That would be good. <laughs> Well, I welcome and thank everybody for coming on the call. This is Dan George. I'm going to sign off for now. And uh, in the near future, I will be having another call. I will let everybody know. I will let Ronnie know. I'm sure he uh, invited a lot of these people on the call. Thank you, and God bless you for bringing this information to us. You're all welcome. You all have a good day, and uh, we'll talk again soon. And everyone, travel with the blessings of the Creator to watch over and protect them. Hey Gary. Amen to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sending you this 